Bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting. Uh, we got a couple Marvel Pops. Uh, we got some Foodies Club Pops. Is that what you're calling it? No, Foodies and Clue. Oh, <laughs> dyslexic shut up (laughs) sorry foodies and clue so so we got marvel foodies clue and uh the november um mcu box hell yeah yeah um with blu-rays we got a a special trilogy coming to 4k Uh, and then with this week's sneak peeks we got our second trailer for uh soul so we'll be talking about that and uh what's happening to that film uh, we got nothing for what's in the box or actually wait that's it sorry I'm so used <laughs> to us not having anything for this week's sneak peeks or what's in the box so yeah right it throws you that, off yeah so <laughs> anyway so after we talk about Soul trailer two we'll be moving on to our main event of the evening which will be our All Bros breakdown of the original not the remake of Friday the Thirteenth hell's yeah so. Um, excuse me, without further ado, what do you say we get started, Caleb? Let's do it. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest Podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting App and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. Alright, so first up with Adventures in Hunting, we got our first look at the Funko Pops for WandaVision. Oh, these are so cool. And... Not surprising anyone, of course, there has to be a chase. Yeah. Shit, which one's Honestly, the Honestly, it's... So, it's the... Cause it the middle a... one on the top. That one? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit, it is. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, let's see. Going over these. First up, we have... Gosh damn it. Uh, we have 50s Vision... And then along with that, 50, so the 50s vision is just Paul Bettany in glasses. Is it Paul Bettany? I thought it was like vision. Well, okay, yeah, it's vision, but you know, like it's actually Paul Bettany. Right? It's not vision. Oh, I thought it was vision in both of them. Uh-uh. Like I thought like the, that his fedora was just kind of hiding his uh, I mean, I don't think it is. Stone, but Okay. So, 50s Vision, but it's Paul Bettany. Yeah. Uh, and then, along with that, the chase for that one will be, 
He's literally vision is in the exact same pose, but he actually has the vision head. Yeah. So that one's super cool. That one is actually a decent chase. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like that's the first decent chase we've gotten in a while. Like it actually has variation to it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, I honestly don't really pay attention to chases anymore. Yeah, they're. I mean, at least lately they've been lame. Yeah, they've been lazy. Like if they've been like if the chases were more like this, this would be a lot cooler. I agree. Um, and then after fifties vision, we got fifties Wanda, looking like I love Lucy. I don't even care. That looks so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen I Love Lucy? I have. I actually really enjoyed that show. It is a really good show. Yeah, the humor really holds up. It does. Yeah, that's that's just a feel-good show, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's not something that I'll I'll binge. No. But I definitely do get in, like, I Love Lucy moods. Okay. Where I, I go and watch, like, an episode or two. I like it. That's a good mood to get into. Uh, next up, uh, I'm going to put these two together, even though the second one's not supposed to come until after this other, I am like really speaking gibberish tonight, guys. I'm really sorry. Wow. Okay. First up, we have Halloween Wanda wearing her classic Scarlet Witch costume. I want this one. I want it so (laughs) bad. I want that one, and I want the Halloween or the other Halloween one. I just love which I spoiled. It's it's Halloween Vision. Yeah, you bastard! I just love that they are holding um, trick or treat pumpkins. Yeah, trick or treating pumpkins. I love it. Ugh. Really adds to it, and I also love that. Uh, so the Halloween Vision, <laughs> he's freaking wearing yellow sneakers. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I didn't notice that. That is so cool. They're like yellow Converse or shit. I love it. Caleb. Whoops. We have talked about our phones being on silent. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. You bastard. What the shit? What? Brielle just sent me a picture of Iris and she's all green. Oh, don't make don't get Iris angry. <laughs> like her when she's angry. That's so cute That's though. Funny. Anyway, um Yeah, this this is I definitely want the Halloween Wanda. Yeah. I might skip on getting the Halloween vision. It's because of sneakers, isn't it? No, it's not because of sneakers. It's because I have a comic accurate vision. Oh yeah, shit, you do. And I love this. I I don't know why, but I love the pose on this on Wanda. Yeah. The Halloween version. But I might, and this might be blasphemy. I might cut the pumpkin off. Okay, wait, you know that they made a regular Scarlet Witch pop that looks exactly like her, right? In her classic costume? I'll look at it while you're talking about the other one. Okay. Because I, I don't think it's the same. Okay. Bet. Just saying. Uh, Alright, so then after Halloween Wanda and Halloween Vision, we have 70s Wanda, where she is pregnant. I mean, at least I'm assuming. 
I hope I don't feel like a dick and like. She's <sighs> definitely looking pregnant okay. in that. But I don't want to be a dick and dude, be like, it's oh. odd because the fifty or the fifties Wanda and the the one the Halloween Wanda are those the same? Same time period? I have no idea. Yeah, like if they're supposed to be in the same time period, how does that work? Yeah, I do not know. Um, but last but certainly not least. We have the GameStop exclusive vision where he's wearing a sweater vest, a green sweater vest, a uh, tan polo, I don't, a tan suit jacket, blue pants and dress shoes, blue jeans actually, and some brown dress shoes. And he's just looking fly. He's just looking on fleek. <laughs> that, that's what vision's looking. He looking all fleek. And no one's going to correct me on that. He looking fleek. Okay, you've said that one too many times. Fleek. Now I'm done. No. Okay, I just pulled up the the first appearance Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And like that's the kind of costume that I like yeah. on her. Um no. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no offense. I, I would much rather get the Halloween Wanda and just like cut the pumpkin can off. Can you really do a clean cut though? I I well, think actually, I can. Wait, you can. I I'll I'll probably use an exacto knife. Yeah, that actually doesn't look too hard. Yeah, the only thing that would possibly ruin it is if the pumpkin's attached to her cape, but I doubt that. That'd be funny as hell though. Ooh, I'd be mad. Like, yeah, all the all the other uh, Scarlet Witches that they have is from Civil War and Age of Ultron. Um, yeah, so I'm that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. That's I'm I'm going to turn her into my comic accurate Scarlet Witch. I like it, and then just put her next to Vision. Which Vision though? You got two. The comic accurate one. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure, you know, you, 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 sometimes you got to clarify these things. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, based off the popular board game, Clue. We're getting five Funko Pops for Clue, and I literally only know one character from this game. I haven't played this game since I was a kid. So, Caleb, take it away. Who the hell are these people? <laughs> um, Give me a second, and I will tell you. You're supposed to be ready, you bitch. <laughs> hey, I forget you. <laughs> I'm just saying we're supposed to be camera ready. We don't have a camera. We're supposed to be microphone ready. Well, we are microphone ready. I can just I mean, I got clean out the I got them right now if you <laughs> whatever. I don't even know why I bother. <laughs> All right, so way to make me panic over nothing, asshole. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that they had a link to where you can pre-order them. Sorry. All right, uh, first up, we got Mister Green holding a lead pipe. Love it. Uh, next up, we got Professor Plum with rope. Sweet. Th- that was a very. Oh, I, oh, these are are these based off of the the book or the or. Not the book. The the board game, or are these based off of the movie? I want to say the board game, but I really don't know. Uh, After that, uh, we have Mrs. White with Wrench. 
And then after her, we have Miss Scarlet with Candlestick. And I know there's a fifth one, but they don't classify who the hell that is. Let me see. The one with the uh, peacock on her head. I think that's Miss Peacock. <laughs> I feel kind of stupid for not realizing that. Um, Caleb, if, you, if you're right and her name is Mrs. Peacock... Wait, what the hell? She's not listed on Amazon either. It's just those four. What the shit? I wonder if anyone's posted that. Yeah, I'm trying to find... Yeah, so, okay, so it's the uh, clue game, because someone commented, would have been so much better with the movie characters. Okay, yeah. I just pulled up the... Uh... Let me see Mr. Green. Yep. They're going off of the board game. Okay. And you're right, it is Mrs. Peacock. <laughs> I knew it. it. But what's weird is she's not... Po- so she's not uh, popping up for... Anyone? Because someone said um, they didn't go with what the original board game characters looked like. I thought they did. Yeah, they did. Oh well, this person's lying then. Yeah. Let me. I'll do like a side by side. I might want to exit out of the comments. Yeah, Miss Scarlet looks spot on. Mrs. White looks spot on. Mr. Green looks good. Professor Plum and Miss Peacock. The only two that they're missing are Mr. Body and Colonel Mustard. I'm really surprised they didn't do Colonel Mustard. I know. He has a very distinct look. Yeah. But, yeah, I've only played Clue a few times. Um, I always play as Miss Peacock. Because blue. (laughs) Basic bitch. Whatever. Who do you play as? Uh, you. I think I used to always play as Mr. Green. Actually, you're a basic bitch. You know, no, I, you. I feel like the basic bitch answer is Colonel Mustard. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, I don't think anyone liked playing as Professor Plum. Uh, all right. Moving on uh, to foodies. That's what Caleb's calling it. Well, that's what they called it, oh, too. Oh, they did? Oh, yeah. Never mind. That. So they had, like, a number of these, and so they just kind of grouped them as the foodies. Yeah, they, there's so freaking many of these. First up, we have the... Wait, is this one... Okay. So... Oh, this is so dumb. Okay, so first up, for Kool-Aid, we have the Tropical Punch Hot Topic exclusive uh, Kool-Aid patch packet. Yeah, so it's one of, it, like, no joke, it's like a freaking, it's like one of those, like, shake them up and mix it in your water bottle yeah, packets. It's one, yeah, it's a packet of Kool-Aid with arms and legs and eyes. Yeah. That's that's literally what it is. It's stupid that we're getting, that's going to end up being one that stays on their shelves forever. Oh, yeah, so that's the Hot Topic exclusive, and then they also have a plushie for that one, and then just the common is just the regular cherry Kool-Aid. And it's the exact same thing. Um, that one has a plush too. And then I guess they're doing a, a plush of the actual Kool-Aid Man. Which that actually looks cool. They should have just stuck with the Kool-Aid Man and done different colors. For real though. No kidding. Uh, moving on. We have... Uh, excuse me. We have the Planter's Peanut. 
Okay, I actually don't even know what the Target exclusive is. So that is that's the planter's peanut. Oh, as a kid? Yeah. So he oh. during this year's Super Bowl, there was a commercial where he fell and died. And where the planter yeah, the planter's peanut fell and died, and then they went and buried him, and then there was like this little sprout that came up from his grave while people were burying him, and then out came the little baby planter peanut. <laughs> what the shit? And he's just, and he's just like, because everyone's like crying about it, and and then he comes out, and then like this little baby, and they're like, oh, and he's like, hey guys, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah, so that's I think that's just the joke that they're they're going off of. All right, so the baby planter's peanut uh, will be a Target exclusive, and then the regular common is just the planter's peanut with monocle and cane and all and top hat. The monocle looks like it's like a three D addition to it. Like I thought that they would have just painted that on. I did too, but I appreciate them making it three D. Yeah, I'm curious about the nose though. Like, that, is that also going to be something that's like has a three-dimensional feel, or is that going to be like a painted that job? That looks three-dimensional to me. Good on you, Funko. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> All right, uh, next up we have the Slush Puppy, which I totally forgot that this was actually a thing. I did too. Because you, Really, it's just Slurpees and Icy's now. That's really all it is. Yeah. And well, Icy's... they have those like freezel, fri- oh, yeah, whatever frazzle. the frazzles. Yeah. yeah, those are freaking gross. Because on and nowadays you can only get ICs at the movie theater. Yeah, it feels like it. That yeah. and I mean, you can kind of get them at Seven on Eleven, can't no, you? No, Seven Eleven is strictly Slurpees. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, um, they are opening up a uh, an iceberg, uh, place. Next to the the Walmart in PG, they already did. Is it already open? Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was open. Oh, you or didn't not. know? Oh yeah, yeah, it's already open. Oh, do they carry ices there? I think they do. <gasps> I think that's what they the iceberg ices. I might have to make a special trip there. Yeah, you have to let me know how they how it is over there. I will. All right, moving on. Uh, well, not moving on. Same thing. Uh, with the slush puppy. Uh, so the common is just the slush puppy in his classic blue beanie and blue shirt with an S on it, holding one of his, I'm assuming, cherry-flavored slush pups. Um, and then the Hot Topic exclusive is the exact same thing, but it's scented. And it better smell like freaking cherry or I'm going to throw a fit. <laughs> no, it's just gonna smell like wet dog. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're gross. Uh, and then the Target exclusive is still the exact same thing, exact same pose, but it's flocked. Gosh, so dumb. It, yeah, the slush puppy ones are kind of lazy. Yeah, for real though. All right, uh, next up, this one's actually really cool. We got the Hawaiian Punch guy. And he's like, I don't know what kind of pose he's in. Like, kind of like maybe his like surfer pose, and is holding a can of Hawaiian punch. Kind of dumb. Um, it works for the character. It does, but I feel like that one's gonna be a bitch to stand. Oh yeah, it will. Hey, it's better than the freaking Kool Aid packets. Oh my gosh, dude! I the one figure that I have such a hard time 
having stand up on its own. Yeah. Is the Marvel Collector Core Loki that I have. I have to put like a little stand underneath his foot. And Damn. I also can't get my uh Marvel Collector Core Rocket and Groot to That's stand up. Actually, I can totally see that. Yeah, like he has to lean up against the back wall. That sucks. It does. Because I, I would fuck. display him f- like in the front, but I can't. <laughs> Lame. Yeah, freaking stupid. <laughs> Alright, uh, after that we have the oh shit, the box lunch exclusive Chester Cheetah that glows in the dark. And it, uh, honestly, Caleb was pointing out that, oh, it's the flame, oh, sorry, it's the flaming Hot Cheetos Chester Cheetah. Yeah, but they don't, like, reference that at all. They just call it the Chester Cheetah. Well, they, they do on the top. It says Flamin' Hot. Oh. I didn't notice that. Oh, yep. Yeah, it's the Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Oh. Yeah. I would have thought they would have put, like, the flaming Hot Chester Cheetah. I feel it's, like, a little too much to put on that area of the box. Or they could have just put uh, Flamin' Hot on the side. Okay, true. Like, you know how they kind of do, like, with, like, with the Clue ones, they put with Wrench on the box? Oh, yeah. Or with whatever. They could have just done Flamin' Hot. That's true. But, alas, that will not be happening, and I'm really sorry. Yeah. But this figure is super cool. That is very cool. If I was more into Cheetos... (laughs) This is. I would probably get this one. Are you saying you don't like Cheetos? I don't. Do you at least like cheese puffs? No. All right, I'm out. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. What do you have against cheese puffs? I don't know. They just taste like air to me. Bitch. Dude, they are. <laughs> and they freaking like tear up the roof of my mouth. No, that's like... Oh, what's... Uh, I feel that way. What is it? Funyuns? Funyuns, too. Funyuns freaking tear up my mouth. Yeah, I think it's Funyuns that really tear up the roof of my mouth. Yeah, but the freaking uh, cheese puffs, they tear up my mouth like oh, something you're awful. You're just a little bitch. Whatever. Screw you. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on uh, to the Hostess Donuts. Uh, the powdered donuts, in fact. Ugh. So this is literally the exact same as like the Kool-Aid packets. But it's a bag of Hostess powdered donuts with hands and feet and eyes and a mouth. Oh my gosh. Dude, and what makes this so much worse is that the donuts is painted on. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even look like three-dimensional donuts. Yep, no. It's like a painting i mean the the actual or like a sticker <laughs> the actual guy is or the actual pop is holding a donut but yeah like caleb said that shit is painted on yeah i mean they couldn't like just print some donuts in there apparently not see for the pl- so they're doing a plush as well the plush it makes sense yeah the plush like yeah that makes sense yeah. but for the 3d one like come on yeah be better <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, after that, moving on to spam. Have you ever had spam? I've never had spam I in my either. life. I want to try it at least once before I die. I hear you don't have to. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do it. 
Dude, I don't even know what spam is. I thought it was that shit you spray on your pans before. <laughs> I thought the same thing when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> to make it, like, not stick. Or is that Pam? That's Pam. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't know what the hell spam is. It's literally, it's like a mix between, like, ham, pork, uh, I think turkey. and So it's like a hot dog with a couple of extra added ingredients. Ew. <laughs> Oh shit! That, Dude, I always thought it was like some sort of like butter. That, like that's what spam looks like. It's like a loaf. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I I don't even want to say that. That looks like meatloaf. It looks like a loaf of meat. <laughs> Which I know sounds the same, but it is very different. Yeah, it is. Like meatloaf. Depending on who's making it, is somewhat edible. A loaf of meat sounds disgusting. Sounds like something like lunch ladies in movies would serve you. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Like it looks like seriously, I could with what that looks like. You, if you were at like a super shitty school, they'd open a a a can of spam and just like let it it's like freaking cat food yeah just like just like turn it upside down and wait for it to on your freaking and they plate. straight do it in front of you they'll you'll be like oh can i get the special of the day what is it here pause for a minute and then do it right in front <laughs> Dude, of you. and the freaking noise the freaking <laughs> yeah. noise is what would freaking sell it just the Oh, it's perfect. It's like, ew, thanks. I wanted <laughs> diarrhea today. <laughs> oh, shit. I cannot <laughs> imagine spam being good. Uh, if I bought a can, would you try it with me? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, I might have to. Uh, we'd have to, like, video that. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on our Instagram. <laughs> Dude, I've done so many weird ass like food quote unquote challenges. Yeah. That I haven't recorded. <laughs> Dude, okay, we're definitely Like I did one, one with my brother. Bronson. Or, or yeah, with Bronson, Bronson. Um to see who could down a raw egg. Oh gosh. Why? Yeah, I wanted to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, cuz you think it's just going to like slide down like gently, it doesn't. <laughs> It's like, like I the second I freaking like drank it, I'm like, uh, uh. I'm good. Bronson was somewhat smart. He broke the yolk, and that I feel like that helped with the taste. Yeah, but I didn't. I was trying to down it in what like like a freaking shot. And it did not go well. Kind of tried to do it where a lot of people do it with like cough syrup, like they'll like clog their nose and just. Yeah, that's what I tried doing, but then I like, it was a freaking like, yolky egg. So it was like, dude, freaking, it's like, it's like slurping down a booger, (laughs) like a wet. Yeah, it's freaking disgusting. It's ugh. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, please. Okay, so anyway, so sticking with spam, not Pam, spam. So we're getting a spam plush uh, with the classic logo. I guess, yeah, classic logo. But the spam sandwich has a smiley face on it. 
where it's got eyes and a smile. Freaking gross. And then the Funko Pop. It's even more terrifying. Gosh, Spam looks so gross. Dude, I always thought it was butter. What I love is uh, the Pop is holding... Uh, what you usually use to open a can, the what you used to use to open a can of spam. Oh, I love that. That's actually really cool. But yeah, so it's literally what's different about this one is so it's a can of spam with eyes and a mouth, but arms and legs are yellow. Yeah, 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 dude. No joke. I always thought spam was like butter or something you spread on like a cookie sheet. I always thought that's what it was. <laughs> Because it that like when you look at the picture that they put on the thing of spam, yeah, it doesn't like the focus looks like it's on the butter. Fair. So I was thought, oh, it's butter, <laughs> or like a butter adjacent butter for poor people. No, it's meat for poor people, and that's worse. <laughs> Have you ever had a Vienna sausages? I don't know. All right, you're trying two things. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Those things used to be, like, the shit when I was a kid. Vienna sausages? Yeah. Like, you get them at the dollar store, and... Gosh, I'm going to look up a picture of that, because I might have. I grew up kind of poor, so... (laughs) (laughs) Didn't we all? (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean we grew, you grew up poor? Like, we're still poor. Okay, fair. Yeah, okay. I never really um, matured out of poverty. What am I saying? Vienna sausages. Oh, those are gross looking. Have you had them, though? Honestly, I think I might have. I'm still going to buy some so you can relive it. If oh, you no. You're going to love them. Trust me. Dude, I just searched Vienna sausages. What's the picture that comes up? I gotta see. So it's just like a a package, okay. but ew, dude! The way they freaking describe this. So they're they're giving like the nutritional facts on seven sausages when you drain the contents from the can. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot ew. of juice in there. There's a lot of juice in there. I don't even want to... Oh, I can't wait for you to have them. Dude, these have, like, no nutritional value whatsoever. Oh, stop being a little bitch. Dude, they're, like... They're mostly fat. (laughs) (laughs) That's the point. Have you seen me? (laughs) Dude, it's like... Ew, it's like fat and salt. <laughs> that is basically what this is. It's three, there's 3% protein? Dude, it has more fat than it has protein. Oh, shit. <laughs> if I'm doing my math correctly, I'm pretty sure it has more sodium than protein. What's the sodium? 141 milligrams? Oh, I thought it was going to be more than that. Yeah, it's... Okay, so if we're doing, like, the percentage, like, the daily value, it's the 4% of your total fat, 4% of cholesterol, 5% of your sodium, and 3% protein. You get more sodium than protein. 
Dude, I know Jason from Shit Happens When You Party Naked is like a nutrition dude. Yeah. We need to get him to talk to us about some Vienna sausages, because <laughs> gross. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. They have a recipes thing. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, next up in this line, we got another uh, Bob's Big Boy. We actually got two. Um, So we have... The uh, Bob's Big Boy mascot jumping in the air. Um, and then they're actually releasing the Bob's uh, Big Boy restaurant in a uh, pot form. And you even got like a little Bob's Burger. Uh, Bob's Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong franchise. <laughs> you got a little uh, Bob's Big Boy on the front. And oh, that's just so cool. Because I remember seeing these all over in California growing up. That just brings me back to my childhood. Dude, I have never seen or been to a Bob's Big Boy. Dude, you're missing out. I Seriously, one of the best burgers I've ever had. Really? Yeah, so freaking good. Even, like, compared to, like, In-N-Out? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Just as good, if not better. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, next time I see... Oh. Well, I don't know if we have one in Utah. I don't think we do either, unfortunately. But considering that In and Out made its way to Utah, you never know. Probably. So Bob's Big Boy is in California. Yes. Have they made their way anywhere else? Um, I guess fine. Like, is there a Bob's Big Boy anywhere closer? <laughs> so... No, just California. Yeah, see, they're the home of the original double-deck hamburger. They're open 24-7. Caleb, let's road trip. (laughs) Burbank, California. Is that the only Bob's Big... What? That is not the only Bob's Big Bull, right? Yeah, wait, did you live near Burbank? Um, when I was living in Lamita, yes. So, like, like, during my, like, youngest years, yeah, I do remember driving around it. Statue was bad. Damn, really? Is it only have one location? I'll be damned. Dude, that's insane. If it only has one location and is popular enough to to warrant making a pop figure about it, that is absolutely insane. Oh, wait. Okay, no, never mind. So it says um, only five... So I don't know if this is true still, but it said by August 2019... Only five Bob's Big Boy restaurants remain in operation, all in Southern California. Those five locations are in Burbank, uh, which is in Toluca Lake, Calamesa, I think, Downey, Norco, and Northridge. Okay, yeah, the ones that I remember are Bur- the Burbank one and the Northridge. I, I actually don't even know where Calamesa, Downey, or Norco is in California. But hmm. I remember Northridge and Burbank quite a bit. Okay. So, yeah. That's odd. Yeah. That's crazy that they have a pop figure coming out. It's really cool, though. That is well, super cool. I mean, they've cool. done uh, Bob's Big Boy Pops before. Yeah, but for something that only has five locations and all of them in one state, that's insane. Oh, you know, actually... <laughs> This actually just popped up on the Funko Pop Hunters website. So that Mrs. Peacock uh, pop from Clue turns out is a Hot Topic exclusive. So And that okay. just went live. So if you guys want to... 
I know we don't release these till Monday, but I'm sure it's still there. So if you guys want the Mrs. Peacock, it's a Hot Topic exclusive. Hells yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Coke. We got, uh, got two Cokes. One is the can, and one is a bottle cap. Both come with plushes, or both are in plush form as well. Both are unnecessary. Exactly. Let's face it, that's how all of these are. Yeah, they're just scraping the bottom of the barrel with these ones, I feel. They honestly really are. Like, who wants a, a pop figure of a Coke can? I mean, if it was a Dr. Pepper can. Really? <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Don't you judge me. All right, uh, and then last but not least, um, and uh, Caleb has a really good guess for this. Um, they announced that November's theme for the MCU box. I'm just going to call it that. Yeah, so it's they do these uh, bi-monthly, so every two months they release a, a new box. Um, last, actually, I think it got shipped in October. It is October. Um, yeah, so they, it shipped this month. They shipped a Marvel Zombies. So that was their last box. The one before that was the X-Men 20th anniversary. So the box that's coming out in November, um is the Infinity Saga end credit scenes box. Yes. And we don't... They haven't announced what's being released in the box, but Rose and I were kind of going through and making some guesses on what it could be. So our best guess is that... Because typically what the boxes include are two pop figures, a pin a decal, and a shirt. So, for the two pop figures, we think that it's going to be Howard the Duck, and then Nick Fury in his Hawaiian shirt, Yep. which Howard the Duck was at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and then Nick Fury in the Hawaiian shirt was at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. Yeah. So that's our guesses for the pop figures. The pin and the sticker, I feel, are are interchangeable. But I think that we're going to get Adam Warlock's cocoon and the and Nick Fury's pager, which Nick Fury's pager came at the end of Infinity War, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep, yeah. So, yeah, the pager at the end of Infinity War, and then the cocoon was at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So I feel like those are interchangeable. We could either get the cocoon as a pin or a decal, and then same thing with the pager. I would rather have the pager be the pin. That's fair. Because, I mean, they've they've made some pretty decent size. Like, they're, each pin, I feel, has gotten bigger than the last. So if they're going to just go like with a big ass freaking pin, go for the freaking pager. Yeah. Like I feel like that would be really cool. I, I completely agree. Uh then yeah, Adam Warlock's cocoon could be the sticker. Um and then for the shirt, I have a feeling it's going to be the end credit scene for Avengers, which is just the shawarma scene. Which would be so awesome. Yeah, I don't think that there would be anything 
else. Like, there wasn't any, like, action sequence thing or whatever. Like, the only other thing that I could think of is the scene with Thanos being like, fine, I'll do it myself with, like, if they had that yeah, on that it. But that would look weird. Yeah, so I think it should be the original six eating shawarma. Yeah, I think that'd look cool if they were all pop figurized. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So, that's what I'm hoping it is. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so I'm going to save this segment in its like own little clip so I can listen back to it when all the shit gets leaked. Yeah. And see how close we were. <laughs> I like it. I love it. All right. So moving on from Pops to Blu-rays. Uh, this week, we have the 4K remastering of Back to the Future Trilogy. Uh, we'll be getting a just regular 4K release, which is kind of like a digipack. Um, and then the Amazon exclusive will also be the digipack, but it will also come with a replica statue of the classic Marty McFly hoverboard. Um, and then last but not least, we'll have a Best Buy exclusive seal book, surprising no one, um, which I believe when you open it uh, all the way, it is uh, the full DeLorean. And like, I think it like freaking expands to like this far. That is badass. Right? Oh, it looks so awesome. I'm so tempted to get it. But I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. It should be uh, super cool. I love when they do intricate designs like that and the hoverboard display oh can't right? beat that oh, so cool um but anyway so that's it for adventures in hunting uh moving on to this week's sneak peeks we got our second trailer for soul and it was announced uh that uh soul will be skipping its theatrical release uh, it's no longer being delayed and it will actually be released uh on disney plus this year on christmas day hells yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sad that it has to skip the theatrical run. That really sucks, but I'm very, very, very excited to see Pixar's next film. Yeah. I, I wonder if Pixar is going to use this as a gauge for future projects. Um, Just because, I mean, if they... Like, if you think about this, if they are able to, with Disney+, Plus, make their money back in any way then you have to think they don't have to spend as much money uh, promoting anything. True. Like, all the stuff could just be Disney Plus ads. They wouldn't have to do as much, I feel. No, that's a good point. I mean, from what I've noticed, ever since Disney Plus was released, Pixar's kind of been uh, adding, like, their short, like, any short that they've come up with, too. Disney Plus's lineup, which I actually think is a really good idea for because when it comes to Pixar shorts, they could only release it with other theatrical releases or when they like did like a whole set of all their shorts and all the shit, but now they can just be like, Okay, here's another short, here's another short, here's another short. Dude, that would be an amazing deal. Just like for Pixar. Yeah. It's just knocking one after another after another and with how much they're knocking out they can keep like they can get into experimental shit like there's this whole series on disney plus with disney shorts that are a little bit more experimental that are more like short films and that's awesome they try different animation styles they try different like story techniques like they have one that i watched that just blew my mind and the dude filmed it in like the virtual reality set kind of like what they did with uh the lion king 
Okay. So he did that and just kind of panned around a room. But while he was panning around this house, it was telling the story of this house. And, like, at the very end, it's showing that the daughter of this couple is selling the house. Oh, okay. And so it's... I think it, like, start or end or begins with her, like, selling the house, and then it pans around, and it's kind of going backwards in time, and then, like, shows, like, when she, like, moved out, when, like, and then, like, her parents getting married, and then it, like, gets around to the point where it's, like, her parents, like, moving into the house, and it, it's it's insane. It's it's okay, a really good short. Cool. And then they have, like, other experimental shorts that are really cool all right which i I, i'm not 100 percent certain if those are all pixar or not i think some of them are disney okay um but yeah like i love that they can with this i hope they get into more experimental shorts i i do too and are able to tell really quick short stories like what's that one called bow oh yeah the what was that in front of? That was in front of uh, Finding Dory. What? I thought that was in front of Incredibles too. That's right. Oh. Sorry, I was I, I get that one confused with uh, that little bird one. Oh, because that little yeah. bird one was the uh, yeah, Finding I Dory. That one. But yeah, I love like the little quick stories that they can tell in shorts. Yeah. So I'm I'm so glad that they're able to do that, and also knock out these bigger projects. Yeah. Um. Overall, though, like I was already ready to love this movie, and I'm already loving it even more. I cannot wait to see this movie. The storyline looks incredible with him, you know, showcasing how like music is literally his life. Um, and he feels he was born to play music, but then unfortunately, <laughs> death kind of had a different uh, quest for him. Um, and just seeing his uh, the ways that he's trying to get back to the, uh, the land of the living um, is really cool. And honestly, I feel this movie uh, this movie showcases how far Pixar Pixar has come with um, humans, like animating humans, like comparing. How they look in this film to, like, let's say, Toy Story. Just, yeah. Considering that every kid just looked like candy in that movie. Yeah, no joke. I feel like they've gotten a little bit more, at least, especially when they did Coco, they can still do, like, a cartoony look. Yeah, I feel that's what kind of, like, makes Pixar Pixar. Yeah. And... Yeah, just like that that cartoony look, but still having that humanity about the character. Yeah. In in just their the different motion. Like I feel like they go for a very cartoony look, but not a super cartoony movement. Yes, there we go. That's a good way to put it. And it just kind of it grounds the character a bit more. And the scenery, the, Pixar's nailing scenery. Oh yeah. Like the city damn near looks real i mean it's not 2020 no it's not (laughs) not 2020 but yeah i i love i love how like how real everything feels in it like yes everyone looks like exaggerated 
Yeah, but, but it works. Yeah, it works with the world that they've built. Um, I feel like the humor is going to be on point with this movie. And all the humor is going to be coming from that little... What do they call it? A spirit or a soul? A soul. Yeah. The... I freaking love that. Like, the whole... Like, oh, we don't have the scent, like, senses. Like, you can't smell, you can't touch, feel. And then just the way she's, like, smacking him. <laughs> and being like, look, we can't feel. See? <laughs> just, like, slapping the shit out of him. Uh, like, it's a funny comedic gag. Yeah. And it, it just, it works. And one of my favorite freaking lines from this trailer <laughs> is, like... He's walking around the, what would you call it? The before life? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so he's walking around this before life because he's on his way to death, but he escapes and ends up in the before life. And where the souls go to gather their identities and their personalities and all this other different shit. Um, and he sees them playing on this stuff and this like thing comes and topples over and it looks like it crushes all these little souls. And then he like freaks out. He's like, Oh no. And then the little spirit that he's, or the little soul that he's with, he's just like, Oh, don't worry. You can't crush souls here. That's what life on earth is for. <laughs> it's been a while since a line in a movie trailer has made me laugh that freaking hard. But yeah, that, that did it. Dude, that freaking hits home. For real, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Such a great line. Anyway. That that line better stay in the freaking movie. I like, sure hope it does. <laughs> it's still going to be funny as hell. Oh, my gosh. But I love it. I love it. Awesome. One out of ten. Oh, ten. On a, really? Yeah, absolutely ten. I'm sitting about a nine, maybe nine and a half. Okay. Not quite like, oh my gosh. Like, like honestly, um, come Christmas Eve, like once it hits midnight, I'm watching this bitch. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Like, it's not like we got anything else to exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, all right. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Soul trailer number two? Nope. All right, so then what do you say we move on to our main event of the evening? Let's do it. All right. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. All right, so our main event of the evening this week is our All Bros Breakdown. Of the original Friday the 13th. Hells yes. Which, actually, um, neither of us had ever seen. Nope. Which is very shocking for me. <laughs> this is like the only uh, classic horror film I had never seen. Yeah, that surprised the hell out of me. No. I'm thinking it's maybe because the... Never mind, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, anyway. Um... Caleb, do you want to give us uh, kind of like a, um, not scenario, but a brief explanation of how our grading system works? Yes. So, I am really so bad tonight. I'm sorry, guys. Yep. 
<laughs> so, if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final All Bros letter grade uh, for the film. So we have we have the letter grade, and we also have a percentage, which we get into at the end. Um, but the percentage gives us our letter grade, and the eight categories that we grade are story, writing, acting. Character development, effects, music, costumes, and then at the end we just give it our own personal grade, because um, we can't be a hundred percent unbiased. I mean, we can. Yeah, we can. We could like we could eliminate this, but it would only mess with the percentage by like two points, maybe. Yeah, exactly. If that. <laughs> um. But yeah, so those are the categories that we grade. Um, if you guys have not seen the movie, it's been a long ass time. You've so, had forty years. What year did it come out? Nineteen eighty. Yeah, you had forty years. <laughs> so, if you get it spoiled for you, that's your own damn fault. Dude, just think about like it being forty years. Remembering when Freddy versus Jason came out and how they were like twenty three. Uh, they're like twenty three years. And 3,000 lives, now the two biggest names in terror, come together. God, I just remember how hyped I got for that freaking movie. Sorry. <laughs> hey, it still works. It, you know, like the this character is in the movie, so it's okay. Yeah. So, with that, uh, we're going to get into the story. Yes. So. We're getting into grading the story. So, Rose is going to read us a synopsis of the film. Uh, again, if you have not seen the movie, spoilers ahead. If... You know that it's been 40 years, and it's kind of hard to spoil a movie. I'm sure you know what happened. Like, come on. Yeah. Um. So, with horror movies, and we've been, we've been doing horror movies this entire month. Um, but with horror movies, instead of character development, we're going to be d- using horror logic. Yep. Um. So if anyone does anything that's out of character, really stupid, we'll dock for that. Because character development is really hard to do in horror films. For real, though. Um, so, yeah. yeah. All right. So, in 1958, at Camp Crystal Lake, counselors Barry Jackson and Claudette Hayes sneak inside a storage cabin to have sex, where an unseen assailant, 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 gosh damn it, murders them. 21 years later, camp counselor Annie Phillips is driven halfway to the reopened Camp Crystal Lake by Enos, a truck driver, despite being warned by elderly, crazy Ralph. While driving, Enos warns Annie about the camp's troubled past, which involved a young boy drowning in Crystal Lake in 1957. After being dropped off, she hitches another ride from an unforeseen person who chases her into the woods and slashes her throat. At the camp, counselors Ned Rubenstein, Jack Burrow, Bill Brown, Marcy Cunningham, Brenda Jones, and Alice Hardy, along with owner Steve Christie, refurbish the cabins and facilities. As a thunderstorm approaches, Steve leaves the campground to stock supplies. Ned sees someone walk into a cabin and follows. While Jack and Marcy have sex in one of the cabin's bunk beds, they are unaware of Ned's body above them, his throat having been slit. When Marcy leaves to use the bathroom, Jack's throat is pierced with an arrow from beneath the bed. The killer follows Marcy into the bathrooms and slams an axe into her face. Brenda hears a voice calling for help and ventures outside to the archery range where the lights turn on. 
Later, Steve returns and recognizes the unseen killer who stabs him. Worried by their friends' disappearances, Alice and Bill leave the main cabin to investigate. They find the axe in Brenda's bed, the phones disconnected, and Ned's truck inoperable. When the power goes out, Bill goes to check on the generator. Alice heads out to look for him and finds his body pinned with arrows to the generator room's door. She flees to the main cabin to hide, only to be traumatized further when Brenda's body is thrown through the window. Soon after, Alice sees a vehicle pull up and rushes outside, thinking it is Steve. Instead, she is greeted by Mrs. Voorhees, a middle-aged woman who claims to be an old friend of Steve and his family. She reveals that her son Jason was the young boy who drowned in 1957, blaming his death on the counselors who were supposed to be watching him but were having sex instead. Revealing herself as the killer, she attempts to kill Alice, but Alice knocks her unconscious. At the shore, she tries to kill her again with a machete, but Alice gains the advantage and decapitates her. Exhausted, Alice boards and falls asleep inside a canoe which floats out onto Crystal Lake. Suddenly, Jason's decomposing corpse attacks her, at which point she awakens in a hospital surrounded by a police sergeant and medical staff who are tending to her. When Alice asks about Jason, the sergeant says there was no sign of any boy. She says then he's still there, as the lake is shown at peace. There's quite a few issues with this film. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you honestly, I feel if I watch this like at the time I watched like Halloween, Child's Play, A Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe I would have been a little more forgiving. Honestly, I doubt it because like Halloween and Child's Play, I haven't seen Nightmare yet. Um, You're in for a treat. Yeah. Um, but those two movies are so good. They really are. Like, yes, they're slasher films. Like, that's just what horror was back then. It was yeah. just who could make a slasher film. And But Halloween did it first. Well, it was the first to come out of the classic horror slashers, I feel. Fair. Um, I feel like there was something that came out before that. Wasn't it like black christmas or something like that no black christmas came out years after i think i remember someone posting something and saying like oh halloween wouldn't have come out without this movie i mean when did black christmas come out that's a good question but anyway um i felt like everything else it had a point like all the those classic horror films they had a point of some sort was it like always a strong point? Absolutely not. Yeah. But it had a point. This didn't. It didn't. And okay, yeah, you were right. Black Christmas came out in 1974. Okay. Yeah, that was just a post I saw okay. earlier today. So, um, no, that was a good call cuz yeah, Black Christmas came out in 74, Halloween came out in 78. Yeah. So Yeah, it's like there just wasn't a purpose. Like the the story is super weak because it it doesn't have anything. It doesn't have a base. It doesn't have a foundation. It doesn't. Literally, it's teenagers coming to this camp. They, I, you hardly see them fix it up. Like yeah, hardly. They, what they didn't do shit. Yeah, and I felt I thought the uh the truck driver at the beginning said that the dude paid $20,000 to fix up the place. I thought it was like $200,000. Yeah. 
1980 or 50 oh, yeah. whatever. Well, no, remember this was like 10 years after that or like 20 something years. Okay. So, oh, okay. F- so 85, I think it was, that was when it was set. Cause Jason drowned in 58, right? Uh, or did he drown in 57? Tw- 21 years later. 21. So yeah, he drowned in 1958. Wait. <laughs> it says the, the a young boy drowned in Chris Lake in 1957, but then it says at the beginning in 1958. Because I thought the two the two counselors that are killed at the beginning are uh Yeah, so he drowned in 57. Those guys were killed in 58. Well, I thought she was going after uh uh the uh ones that actually weren't watching her son. No. Oh. That was uh, even further in the future. Okay. So I think it was later set in like the 80s. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Um Yeah. So like we said, it doesn't have a foundation to build upon. There's no, we don't know the motivations, and then once we do, they're really weak. Yeah, motivations, and not. I'll say that, like I'll say that they're they're fairly weak, just because Mrs. Voorhees is out to get revenge on the on the counselors, or on the more the lake in general, I would say, or the uh, camp. Yeah. I feel it's more so the counselors, like, even if it's not uh, yeah. the actual counselors that weren't watching her son, she feels like any child that, or, like, any teenager that chooses to work here um, kind of knows what happened to my son, and they're basically okay with that, and they think that what happened was okay, and just, yeah. This is where he's a psycho. Yeah. Put it at that. <laughs> it's hard to get into that mindset. Um, but, and if there are any people that listen to this episode that were children or that were more teenagers in the early eighties, did they really have camps like this where (laughs) the counselors were teenagers that were left to their own fricking devices because there was no adult supervision at this place whatsoever nope the guy with the like owner who... was there for a couple hours and then split yeah and even he was a freaking creep for real though like did parents just not give a shit about their kids <laughs> apparently not like it's like here i'm gonna send you off to this camp for the summer with no adult supervision other than this guy that I probably haven't met. And you're going to have to watch these other people's children with other people your age of mixed gender. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Like, I'm not even, I'm not that bright, but I know how to do basic math. <laughs> I mean, aren't they just going to be sitting around the campfire singing Kumbaya? Apparently, that's what everyone thought. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. They're not singing Kumbaya. They're singing the campfire song. Oh, no, no. He calls it the campfire fire song. (laughs) Or is it the campfire song song? It's the campfire song song. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. (laughs) 
Oh my uh, gosh. But seriously, like, come on. Like, no one thought, hey, this seems sketchy. I feel, um, at least for me, but I mean, I knew going into it, I feel the biggest letdown for a lot of people in this movie is that Jason isn't even in this movie. Yeah, which, I mean, this being the first, the okay, yeah, this being the first movie, I can forgive that. What I can't forgive is that they were shooting for, like, what Jason is. Yeah. I'm assuming, like, is it this original guy that did the other Jason movies or Friday the 13th movies? See, I can't remember who, because for a while, Kane Hodder played Jason until whoever his name was played him in Freddy vs. Jason because Donnie, or, uh, uh, um, Ronnie Yu wanted Jason to be taller than Freddy. Um, but yeah, I don't know who originally played Jason in like the first couple. Yeah, well, in, in this it was freaking Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah, she was literally Jason. Yeah, which doesn't make sense for what I mean. I I'm definitely gonna have to watch the other ones now to kind of get an idea for how the hell they got Jason and the others, or yeah. in the future films. But was it the same director that did the future films, or did he, or the creator? I do not know. That's a good question. Because if this could have easily been a one-off story. This could have very easily been a one-off. Like this could have been a story where it's and where it ends up that Mrs. Voorhees kills all of these kids because her son drowned. And then, like, there's one survivor that ends up in the hospital, and that's it. So, it looks like, um, what's his name? So, there was only one director. For, or, so, the guy that directed the first one, Sean S. Cunningham, only directed the first one. And then, uh, for part two and part three, they were directed by Steve Miner. And then, I think after that, it just went from director to director. Because Joseph, Joseph uh, Zito... Um, directed Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Which is a freaking lie, because it wasn't the final chapter. Okay. So, then that makes sense why this feels like it, it could be a one-off. Because, honestly, if they were to say this is the f- first and final Friday the 13th movie, I would believe them. I would too, because... They didn't set up a sequel very well. No, they didn't. You could have easily justified the vision of her being on the boat and getting grabbed by this mutant child because he, he and he looked burnt so what the hell is up with that on a moss moss doesn't burn you like that though he looked like he had no hair like he should have had like raggedy hair and like look well jason um did i ever tell you that jason was actually um as a child he actually was a little deformed that's why he got teased a lot at camp and that's why he he drowned because he got was getting teased. Other, other kid, basically, how it ha- at least as far as I know, because this is how it's portrayed in Freddy versus Jason. I'm pretty sure this is how it went. Basically, kids were teasing him and like uh, pushing him, and they threw a bag over his head, and they had him by, um, you know how like they have like that uh, walkway uh, into uh, that's by the lake, right? Um, so they were pushing him and guiding him to there, 
and he all of a sudden just fell in to the lake and he drowned. Breaking bitches. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So yeah, you think J- yeah. So Jason wasn't a good looking. I mean, unfortunately, he, he you know he didn't. He had some facial problems. Unfortunately, as a a kid, you know, as he grew older, definitely, definitely got worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. I mean, because hmm. I mean, yeah, when he takes off that mask, especially in Freddy versus Jason. but it just doesn't this didn't warrant a sequel whatsoever it didn't but if you look at how much the movie made compared to how much it cost yeah that is why i believe it it got made a sequel that's how like every horror movie was yeah it's just like oh this did really well let's knock out like a ton more why do you think uh, they um, Child's Play three was released not even a year after Child's Play two? Mm. Yeah, the the story was slow. It was like uh, how long was this movie? Hour and a half. It felt longer. It felt like almost two hours, dude. Yeah, and in not a good way. Like, all the counselors were just, like, they didn't have any character to them whatsoever. Like, I didn't think a movie could make me not like Kevin Bacon. But Friday the 13th, he did it. Dude, every time Kevin Bacon was on screen, he was wearing some short-ass shorts. (laughs) Like, (laughs) even Daisy Duke's shorts would be like, damn, that is short. (laughs) Because that was like the first thing he like he comes out of the cabin and like, uh, what was it, Steve, or the counselor? I forget. I think his name the is o- Steve. Yeah, the owner there. He drives off, and then Kevin Bacon's standing there. I'm like, damn, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and then like later, he comes out in a freaking speedo, and I'm like, what the shit? Oh shit! Like, did they just tell? Kevin Bacon, just wear whatever you want, or were they like, here, like, we thought we were getting another girl counselor, so. (laughs) Here, if you want to flaunt your junk in this movie, be our guest. (laughs) Yeah, like, what happened? (laughs) Like, did people seriously wear dinky-ass shorty shorts? Are you serious? Yeah, back in those days, they actually did. A lot of guys wore those the, that shorter shorts. Shit, like the, that sot, that length, like a classic white tee, and then like high top Converse. Yeah, those. Yeah, that was the, that was like the style. Gross. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but shit, it was it was rough. It's just like there was no point. Like, like, ultimately, there was no point. Like, yes, we, Mrs. Voorhees was trying to get revenge for her son, but it was weak. Like, I feel like it would have made more sense if she would have gone after the actual counselors that, like, weren't paying attention. Can you imagine, like, they hear about, uh, hear about this all over the news, and then <laughs> people that were there... Oh, phew, I'm really glad she doesn't know that was me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it would have made more sense for her to track and hunt those people down. Yeah. But she didn't. And it was just kind of like, eh, okay. 
Like you're killing these innocent children. I I imagine. Okay, this is how I pick. This is how I can destru- describe Friday the Thirteenth in like a little bit of a sentence. Okay, remember, uh, at the end, towards the end of Endgame, when um, Scarlet Witch is like, "You took everything from me," and Thanos is like, "I don't even know who you are." <laughs> That's literally how the counselors are in this part. <laughs> Dude, straight up, you could throw that line in front of everyone that like she attacked. Yeah. Like, you took everything from me. <laughs> Who are you, lady? <laughs> like, I was straight up expecting Jason. Like, throughout this whole movie. And I knew he wasn't in it. I just didn't want to let you down. Yeah, it's just, it was... This would have been cool if she wouldn't have gotten her head chopped off. Yeah, and also, I mean, we'll talk about that when we get to, like, effects and shit, but... Yeah, the Ooh. effects don't age well. No, they do not. But anyway, it's just... Uh, yeah, that's how I can describe this horror film. Is just, uh, Like, it's... Like, I'm scared to say it, but I think I actually... I haven't watched it yet, but I think I might actually like the remake better than this one. Because that actually has Jason in it. Yeah, I want to check out the remake. I sent you the code, didn't I? Uh, I'll have to double check. Yeah, I think I did, but yeah, just let me know. Yeah, I, yeah, it was just, eh. Yeah, just, eh. Like, it wasn't good. But it wasn't awful. No, it wasn't, well, I wouldn't say it's not awful. Okay. It's. It's not atrocious. This is a movie that I feel you'd have to be, like, wasted to watch and for it to be, like, fun because we like we were just shooting the, like i don't know if i could have watched this by myself oh same dude and it's not because i'm freaking scared <laughs> which is the case for most horror movies that we watch but no it, it's just like it wouldn't have kept my attention yeah the only reason i was actually paying attention is because we were giving the movie shit <laughs> like this well, is one you have to sit down watch with your buddies and freaking just get wasted or just poke fun at the movie yeah and like that's what made it enjoyable for me. No, Other than... I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, I would have fallen asleep if I had to watch this by myself. Honestly, yeah, it was oh, not good. Like, it was really not good. Yeah. Like, where are you at? I don't. I'm at like a like a solid sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Oh, Where shit, are you at? Dude. I'm like high 40s. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, okay. like. How about we meet in the middle and go with 50? I can give you 50. Okay. It was just. Eh. <laughs> yeah. That, that's like, that's all I can say about it. Yeah, I can't say anything I... good. I can't say anything super bad. It's just. It was just long in the worst ways. Slow had no point really. Like the um, interesting part didn't come until Mrs. Voorhees was revealed. I mean, honestly, I haven't seen all the Friday the Thirteenth films, unfortunately, but I I can tell you it gets better from this. Yeah, like honestly, I would have preferred if they would have introduced Mrs. Voorhees earlier. Yeah, that would have been a lot better. And then, like, what was the point of what was what's his name? The crazy dude, 
than like Norm. Yeah, like what? What's what was his purpose? He hid in the cabinet, scared the shit out of some kids, and then left. Yeah. Like, why? But, like uh, Caleb and I uh, noticed he had perfect uh, bicycle posture, though. He did. Yeah. His posture was impeccable. Yep. It's quite <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Uh, moving on to writing. Not good either. This is worse than the story. I will absolutely give you that. I'm it, at, like, oh, sorry. It No, like, yeah, go on. <laughs> like, I really don't have anything to say about the writing. I'm at, like, a 45. I, I'm about there, too. It's not good. It's just the writing was so stupid. I expected them to make Cap, Cap Camp Crystal Lake out to be a lot scarier of a place and like kind of have more depth you really don't get that from the writing in this movie no the writing was just generic bullshit yeah like there was no substance to it there wasn't like some lore like they didn't sit down and tell ghost stories about camp crystal lake which would have worked really well would have been awesome but they didn't like camp crystal lake among the horror um world is one of the top places in any horror fran- in any horror icon um and just yeah the, the i mean I, I hope that as the movies go on they explain it more have more stories but yeah this movie didn't give a shit about camp crystal lake yeah the sign s- looked cool yeah it didn't set anything up no it just threw you into it and they didn't explain and anything camp crystal lake seemed peaceful yeah and then it was just like some murders were happening like they didn't explain anything like i, I would have much preferred like a horror story yeah like the counselor sitting around the campfire showing like actually showing that they were getting close to each other because it just felt like they were randomly going off and having sex with each other and it, it like it didn't make sense. Like I'm like, you seriously just met. Yeah. Like, did you guys know each other beforehand? Did you guys like, like, were you friends? Like, what what's the deal here? I don't know. I honestly feel I got more exposition on Camp Crystal Lake from Freddy versus Jason, and they had to split that movie between two storylines, Elm yeah. Street and Camp Crystal Lake. And yeah, I feel they did better in that movie. Yeah, they threw the whole what they were trying to set like i feel like what the foundation of this movie could have been in the last 10 minutes yeah like when mrs Voorhees got introduced she gave all the exposition we needed and i'm like oh okay that's why she's doing this that would have been nice to know earlier but okay yeah and it's just like eh. (laughs) um yeah, so 45? Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to acting. Yeah, who the hell do we even grade? <sighs> Should Mrs. Voorhees and the main chick? I say, I don't even think we should, could do the main chick. So it's just Mrs. Voorhees? I say Voorhees, and then we do the counselors as okay. a whole. That works for me. <laughs> so, uh, who plays Mrs. Voorhees? Because she's like the best part of this whole damn movie. Yeah, and they freaking beheaded her, and it pissed me off. <laughs> um, 
yeah. The, what sucks is, uh, I think this is the only appearance that the actress has made as Mrs. Voorhees. She didn't want to come back for any other appearances as her. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, After seeing this movie, I, I understand. Betsy Palmer. Betsy Palmer. She played Pamela Voorhees. Yeah, she was oh, easily the best. Oh, I'm sorry. She actually played her in part two as well. My bad. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, she was good. She was really good. Um, who played the counselors? Just while we're so Kevin Bacon, Adrian King. So Adrian King played the main one, Alice Hardy. Okay. Uh, Lori Bartram. Uh, Janine Taylor. Um. Oh, apparently they even list who played Jason Voorhees. Ari Ari Lehman. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Harry Crosby played Bill. Robbie Morgan played Annie. I was Ralph. That yeah, that was the crazy guy's name, Ralph. Um, and then Peter Brower uh, played uh, Steve Christie. Oh, sorry. Then Mark Nelson played Ned. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, what was her name again? Uh, Mrs. Voorhees? Uh, Pamela... Sorry, no. Betsy Palmer. Betsy Palmer. Yeah. She, she was easily the best part. And she was only in it for a few minutes. Like five minutes tops, if that. Yeah. And it sucked. It's like it's sad that she's the best part, and even she wasn't that good. Yeah, like her, she didn't really sell me on her, like on why she was doing anything she was doing. Yeah, like honestly, and you know, like um, you know, some might say, oh, but you know, like it was the nineteen eighty, it was nineteen eighty, you know, like give her some cipher acting. Um, did you see Halloween? Donald Pleasance. As Sam Loomis, like, she, movie didn't have any excuse. Yeah. And it's not, like, I definitely try to give older movies a pass because I know the acting back then was. But see, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't give this movie a pass because of movies that came before it. That's just Betty. it. Yeah. That's exactly it. You can give it a pass for being old. But, like, honestly, from now on, after doing Psycho, Movies that old are not going to get that much of a pass. <laughs> yeah. Because the acting in that was was awesome. Yeah, like super, super good. Like, holy shit. Yeah, and I I typically would like gave older movies, like movies from the 60s, a bit of a pass. They're not going to get that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and same with this. Like, if, I, this, if this was pre-Psycho... Like before, I've I personally saw Psycho. This would probably get a little bit higher, but they have no excuse. Yeah. There were good movies before this yep. with much better acting. The honestly, I don't know why this movie did so well. Like it, it blows my mind. Is the slasher age? Probably. Where are you at for for? Mrs. Voorhees. Maybe like a solid 60. 
I can give you that. Easy. Um, all right, next up we got the counselors. Um, I don't even know if I want to go into the 50s. <sighs> or would you give if, like a No, if, if I went into the 50s, it'd be such a soft 50. Okay. Such a soft 50, but I can... I, I would go into the higher 40s, like 40s. possibly. Just... I don't know. I've seen Kevin Bacon in some good shit. Yeah. So it's not that, like this. Perf- the performance in this was just atrocious. Yeah. The you main... didn't have a lot to work with. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, like nothing. None of them did. Yeah. And that's so hard because you can't build a good character off of nothing. Yeah. Like they were just like, here, here's some nonsense. I, I could not tell you anything that they talked about through this movie. I can't yeah, remember I a single conversation. The only thing I uh, remember is the one guy that pretends to drown just so he can make out with that one girl. That's it. Yeah, but other than that, just I can't remember shit about yeah. this movie. About like them. And we saw this last week. Yep, yeah, last Saturday night. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how like, you describe it. Just that's the... so bad, and it was like almost immediately that I forgot anything that they were talking about. Like I remember the conversation that they that Mrs. Voorhees or all the dialogue that she had. I mean, I don't remember like word for word, but I remember what she was sharing about the, um, Jason and him drowning and like th- her purposes behind killing everyone. Yeah. Other than that, I don't remember shit. Like, it was just counselors going about their day. No one wants to see that. No, I, yeah. I, like, at a certain I point, you're just like, oh, okay, just kill them already. Seriously. Like, Jason, we Come need on. you. <laughs> Pick up the pace. Yeah, so I, I, I'm I, in the high 40s. Just the, And the only reason I'm, the, I'm in the higher is because the main chick was a little bit better than everyone else. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, 47? I can give you 47. All right, that averages us out to a 53 and a half. This movie is getting destroyed. It is. Um, next up, we got character development, but with this being a horror movie, we're going to do horror logic. Um, I mean, yeah, the logic really is not that good, um, especially because it's an 80s horror film, so... Most of the shit the counselors do, you're just like, why? Why are you so stupid? Well, I wouldn't quite say that. I mean, there's... Well, okay, there's there's one... The biggest one that I can point out is... So they decide to play a game of Monopoly, but they decide to stripper, strip Monopoly. And they decide to call it a night a little while after. And instead of putting... Because the lady only... I think the lady had her, like left was her bra on and i think she still had her skirt on but instead of putting on her shirt that's literally the only thing that she had to do she's like you know what i'm just gonna put a raincoat on i'm still gonna just have my bra out you know yeah there's no point in putting on my my shirt and shoes like who does that at camp crystal lake yeah and she was going to the well the only pass i can give her is she was going to the showers and so maybe it's just like she 
wasn't going to get all dressed up to go out into the showers. All right. But, like, that's the only pass. But I absolutely agree. Like, you're going to get freaking ticks or something. Yeah. (laughs) For real, though. Like, it's, I mean, I understand that you're probably not going to have a hard time finding someone that's going to search you for ticks. (laughs) But still, you're going to get ticks. Yeah. (laughs) And... Yeah, it's just, like, that kind of stuff, like, definitely, I'm definitely going to dock for that. And also, okay, sorry, one more thing. The lady who, uh, so she goes to her cabin. I think it's actually the same lady. She goes to the cabin. She uh, gets in her nightgown. She starts reading a book, and then she hears someone calling for help. And I don't know about you, but if I Wait, was that her? I thought she was the one that got an axe to the face. No, huh? No, that was a completely different girl. No, that was Kevin Bacon's uh, lover. That's right. But, okay, so she went to the bathroom, got an axe to the face. Yeah. And then the other chick came after her. Yes. Okay, and then went into her nightgown. I I don't know, maybe it's just me. But if I hear, especially a young child, because there's not supposed to be any children there. If I hear a young child yelling for help, I don't know about you, but I don't know if I really want to start going towards the sound. No, I'd be like, sorry, kid. (laughs) I've heard stories. You should have thought about that or thought about screaming before it turned dark. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I would have I would have been that like dude, that would be freaking hilarious. Like if she were to like get up and like still hear the screaming and then she goes to her door and locks it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not tonight. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, like, that would have been freaking hilarious. Not really. But, I don't My know. score for the movie would have gone quite up if that happened. Yeah, but she, no, she freaking goes out and trying to find whoever's calling for help and ends up in the archery range. Yep, yeah. And then we don't see anything happen to her. I really wish we would have. I would have loved to see just an arrow just go through her head. Yeah, like, she was standing in front of a target. Like, come on. Like, you couldn't give us, like... I would have even been fine with, like, an over-the-top shot where she's, like, standing and, like, turns and then gets an arrow into the stomach and gets pierced to the target. At least something. Yeah, just... But you didn't give us shit. No. (laughs) Like, she wasn't even in freaking, um... Like, she didn't even have any arrows in her when she was thrown through the window. No, uh uh-uh. Which is lame. No, it's just stab wounds. Yeah. Which is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, you other it. horror logic was okay. Like, the guy that, like, or I forget what his face is. The one that was getting cheated on, I guess, and ended up on the top bunk. Is that Ned? I think it was Ned. Okay. Yeah, like, that one made sense that he followed whoever he thought was not supposed to be there into yeah, the cabin. Yeah, that makes sense. Um... Kevin Bacon's kill didn't really make sense. Especially the effects. I, I'll give it a pass on the, on effects. A little bit. A little okay. bit. What I don't give it a pass on is there wasn't like an arm or anything that grabbed him. It was just arrow through the neck. That's true. Like, you'd have to be freaking... And it was like a slow arrow, too. Like, he was like sitting there and you're like... Eh, 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 and then it was like arrow. Yeah. And I'm like, no, something poked my neck. I'm getting up out of my bed. (laughs) Like, I don't give a shit how fast you are. Like, unless something, 
like I would have almost preferred like a rope going around around him and like choking him out and then like the arrow through just something to hold him there that makes sense so it's not like he's just laying there and then an arrow goes through him and then he's like oh that's not supposed to be there (laughs) he's like oh oops i died yeah like that it's like that kind of stuff that didn't make any sense so I'm not super I'm I'm a lot higher than story and writing and definitely acting for this but it, the logic score is still fairly low on the lower side. I'm going to guess your score. 65. Close. I was 67. I can give you 67. Unless you, you really want to go 67? I can give you 67. I mean I'm fine meeting the middle at 66. Right, 66. <laughs> I don't want to give it too high. Oh my gosh. All right, next up we got effects. Oh my gosh. These were not super good. Well, there were few things that were were good and yeah. few things that weren't. Whenever it came to a throat slit, is it really that hard to make a prosthetic actually look like the skin color of the actor or actress? It looked blue. It did. Yeah, all the skin looked like had like a bluish hue to and it. Honestly, the wound took way too long to open to start bleeding. I'm like, no, 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 no. That that is not how this works. A knife cuts across your neck. That shit is opening and bleeding out. Yeah, like that. Like. Uh, what's her face? Annie. She was the first kill. Yes. Um, she was a counselor that didn't end up making it to the camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had her throat slit, and yeah, she's like the to me, she's the main example of it taking way too long. Yeah. So she like they have the knife. It goes across her throat, and she like you can tell like around her neck because it was like right underneath like her face. Yeah. Um, it went from like her normal skin tone to like this weird like waxy blue or kind of like, yeah, I'll just say waxy blue. So it, it, it had like a skin tone, but it had like a bluish hue to it. Yeah. So if someone like were to powder her neck and with like blue stuff, that's kind of what it would look like. But yeah, so the knife comes across her throat and she like grabs at like doesn't really grab at it. She goes underneath. And lifts her head up, and then you can see like the whatever like the prosthetic stretch and like tear, and then that's when it starts bleeding out. So, I mean, it's a good looking effect. Like the cut looked really good. Yeah, it's just it like you said it takes a a, a little too long for it to bleed. So if they would have done it where if maybe like. They stretched her out, like stretched her neck open, and then did the cut, and then it was like maybe immediate bleeding yeah. after that because it seemed like she needed to stretch her neck out for it to open yeah, up that's enough. What it to... seemed like. So maybe if they would have done the stretch and the cut at the same time, that would have made it look a little bit better. It's honestly amazing comparing special effects from then to now and just how realistic a, a knife uh, throat slit looks. It's incredible. Yeah. 
and the combination of like CGI feels like a little cheap, but yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the other kills that stood out that didn't look super good was Kevin Bacon's kill, and he was the one with the arrow through the throat. They used a full body, like replica for him. Yeah, like you could you could almost like see him like like the way that his neck was kind of like stretching out because his head was through the bed and the pillow. Yeah. At least like, so this is like the kind of effect that it was. So he his neck and like his head were th- like through the, the bunk. And then they had like this wax body pushed up against him to make it look like he was laying down in the bed. And then they had like this arrow come through, which I'm pretty sure they just might've had him do like push the arrow through and then it was like bleeding out, but it was the same issue that we had with Annie, where it was like you could tell it was not him. Yeah. And it wasn't this like the the effect like going through the bed that looked okay. Yeah. It's just the bluish skin color hue and the arrow through the neck, like the arrow through the neck looked pretty good. Yeah, it I'll did. say it did. Um, bled appropriately, I would say. Yeah. Um, but it's just the fact that it didn't, the skin the, tones did not match. Yeah, and it was super obvious because, yeah. like, I mean, Kevin Bacon's Kevin Bacon. He has, like, a pinkish, like, almost warm, and then the body was had, like, a cold feel to it. Yeah. So, eh. G- gonna dock it for that. Other than those two, everything else looked really good. Yeah, I can definitely agree. Yeah, the axe through the head, that looked really good. Oh, that looked amazing. That was actually a really good prosthetic. Yeah, and then that one dude with that was freaking arrowed to the door, that yeah, looked that really, looked good, really good, good too. As well. so um, those two kills kind of honestly save it. Yeah. And those are like the two of the most more gruesome ones. Yeah. Um, the camp counselor, he ends up kicking the bucket. But you don't really see how. No, well, I think like he just gets stabbed off screen. That's really it. Yeah. Um, same thing with that the chick that got thrown through the window. There was just stab marks on her. Um, I wish they would have gotten a little bit more creative with those two. I agree. At least maybe one of them. But, I mean, it ended up looking okay. Yeah. So... The effects, so the kills that we get to see later, or with how someone died later, those looked really good. It's just the ones we got to see in the moment, like the throat slits and the arrow through the neck. That didn't look super good. Yeah. Um, And we also, we can't get away with not talking about <laughs> Mrs. Voorhees getting beheaded. How did you think it looked? it looked okay yeah kind of that's all i can say is it's all right i've yeah, seen it's way just... better decapitations yeah it looked like they did where it kind of like hit her neck maybe hit the actress's neck yeah. and then they cut to a scene where it's like through and then like this head's popping off yeah like the the ch- the chick that was 
swing and the machete didn't swing it with enough force to decapitate anyone. <laughs> and yeah, it was just like the head like pops off and it, it was odd looking. It was. It was an odd effect, but I mean, once she was decapitated, it looked okay. Yeah, it did. So, kind of got to give it some points for that, but kind of got to dock for the weird cuts and yeah. and everything. So, uh, I'm not super low with the effects. I think this is the saving grace for it, though. I'll give you that. Um, def- I'm probably in the higher 70s. Like 75? I was thinking, yeah, 75. Okay, yeah, I can give you that. All right, next up we got music. Do we count the sound effect of the ch 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 Do we count that as the music? Well, I think with music we always seem to do audio. Okay. Or we include the audio overall. and I. So, yeah, I would okay. say we include that. Because, I mean, that is just so iconic and it's used quite well in this movie. So I feel that kind of honestly saves the music. Because I feel like, no, was there really anything else that stood out to you? Uh, I mean, the score was okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was, like, Halloween-level amazing, but no. it's... It's not awful. Yeah, it's not awful. It's it's a fairly good soundtrack. Yeah. It has those, like, typical horror tones. So I'd say it's above average. You say like a seven? Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't quite go up to an eight, but seven. Sounds good to me. All right, next up we got costumes. I mean, those short shorts. Those short shorts. <laughs> Shit. Um, and they were all right. Yeah. I liked Mrs. Voorhees' sweater. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's all right, I guess. That's that's really when awesome. they were wearing clothes. <laughs> exactly, that's the key word. Like they looked like teenagers from the eighties. Yeah. So. Six. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't feel good about giving it any higher. Yeah. All right, and then last, we're going to give it our own personal grade. So I will let you take this one. Okay. So, considering this was the last classic horror film, I needed to watch. Well, actually, wait, no, sorry. I still haven't seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I still got that one. But now that I've seen Friday the 13th finally, um, I got to say, I expected more. Um, I didn't love the story. I do wish Jason was there, even though I did. I did like what we got from Mrs. Voorhees. Um, but yeah, it's just like nothing, comp- at least to me, it's nothing compared to Halloween or A Nightmare on Elm Street or Child's Play, like three classic horror films to me that I thoroughly enjoy. And I mean, I I don't see myself watching this movie a lot more times, honestly. I don't see me watching this ever again. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, so... It kills me to do this, but I'm going to give it a 60. 60? Yeah. Oof. Honestly, I'm with you. The story was just slow. 
I do not see myself watching this ever again. <laughs> and honestly, the only reason I would watch this again is if I were watching it with friends. Yeah, th- that's fair. And if they're just like, hey, let's watch Friday the 13th, I, I wouldn't say no to it. I'd probably be like, can we watch the remake instead? <laughs> or like watch part two or part three, like one of those. It's like but, as long as I get to bash it through the whole movie, okay, fine. Yeah. Like if... <laughs> Yeah, if you're in like just the bashing mood, like yeah, definitely. Like yeah. if you're just trying to ha- have a good good time with some buddies, make fun of a cheesy movie, this is the perfect movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But if you're if you're trying to watch it for like serious horror, this well, is not the movie yeah, for you. Yeah, somewhere else. Yeah. Go watch the original Halloween. Yeah. Go watch Halloween 2 <laughs> or go watch like literally any other movie. That's not this one. <laughs> if you're looking for a typical slasher film, yeah. that's all this movie's really good for. Is just, it oh, is. that was a. I don't even know if I would say like the kills are super good. Yeah, they're really not. Like there's, considering how two many... stabbings, one guy arrowed to the wall, axe to the face, and two slit throats. Like, yeah, and, like, the arrow through the neck, too. Considering uh, Halloween 2 came out, like, little, like, not even a year after I, this movie, I think. And that movie has way better kills than this. Like, I had no excuse. Yeah. So. I feel we talk about Halloween way too much on this podcast. Well, it's hard, because it's, like, Halloween, is, isn't it Halloween older than this? Yeah, Halloween came out in 78. This one came out in 80. Yeah, they have no excuse. They're, yeah, they they really don't. This is it. Just felt like a low budget slasher film. I mean, that's kind of what it was. It was only yeah. made for five hundred fifty thousand dollars. I thought you were going to say like five hundred, like dollars. I was like, shit. Like, okay, um, we need to go reassess. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I I'm sitting at a sixty with you. Right. Um, it was somewhat enjoyable yeah but the enjoyable part was just making fun of it with you yeah no absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah so anyway that concludes uh this breakdown so our final score for friday the 13th is a d i really thought it was gonna get an f yeah the saving grace was the effects okay that is seriously what saved this movie so it is sitting at a 63.06%. Okay. You know, actually, what you said, wait, what's the percentage? 63.06. That's actually close to what the Rotten Tomato score is, a 64. 64? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, we only, I feel like we only have like one other D movie. Okay, maybe we're actually not the only ones that feel this way because the audience score is sixty-one percent. Huh. Hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. So sixty-three. So it is. I'm just gonna do all the movies that have a D on it. <laughs> okay. Uh. So this is lower than Capone. That's fair. Yeah, Capone's at 60, 66%. Okay. 
then it is it's lower than Justice League. Okay, I I can. Uh, Justice League is a D plus. Okay. Um, same situation with Charlie's Angels, twenty nineteen. Which did you like more? Charlie's Angels. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel good about it, but still. Fair. Um, it is actually lower than A Legacy of Whining. Damn. Holy shit. I didn't think any movie could go beyond below that movie. Well, I so I think that's our Friday the thirteenth is our new lowest. Oh, I lied. Uh, we have that's not our lowest. Isn't Fifty Shades of Grey? Fifty Shades yeah, of Grey is our lowest. Because that's our only. Didn't we get that movie an F? No, it's a D minus. Oh, oh, so we've never given a movie an F? Uh, no, we have never given a movie an F. Okay, we gotta find a movie that we can give an F. One day, guys. One day. The only movie that I see that happening with is Mario, or Super Mario Brothers. And there's no way in hell I'm watching that again. Why not? Because it's garbage. That's why not. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Um. It's three points lower than Doolittle. Okay. Um, And then it is three points higher than Fifty Shades of Grey. You know what? Fair enough. Yeah. So Fifty Shades is a D minus. Um, Doolittle's a D plus. Legacy of Whining is a D. Charlie's Angels is D plus. Uh, Justice League is a D plus, and Capone is a D plus. So this okay. is sitting, like I said, a D. All right, not bad. Uh, fairly. Let me see how strong of a D it is. Ooh, it is barely a D. Oh really? If it was any lower, yeah. it would have been a D minus. Holy shit. Yeah, because our cutoff is sixty three percent. Damn. <laughs> so sure if it would, kidding. yeah, if it was a point, actually, if it was like, yeah, if it was like two point two percent lower, it would be a D minus. Holy shit! Yeah, Damn. it's it's a. It barely snuck in there. <laughs> but, I mean, that being said, it's a, f- it's a slasher. It's an old slasher. Yeah. We, I mean, with the critiqueful eye, it's not good. <laughs> but if you're going in there just trying to have a good time and watch something that you don't have to pay attention to, you just want mindless violence you might really enjoy this movie it's right up your alley yeah so yeah it's we love movies we love everything that they bring to us and like there's movies that are really good there's movies that are really bad this one just happens to be that with a critiqueful eye this one's really bad (laughs) yeah but it still has its redemptive qualities so just so we're not completely shitting on it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Well, that this has been our breakdown of Friday the 13th. We hope you guys 
enjoyed it. Um, if you like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, uh, be sure to follow and, sub- blah, 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 blah. follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere you can find a podcast. Um, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash theallbros. Twitter and Instagram, our handle is at theallbros. Um, hit us up, DM us if you have an episode idea, want to answer our question of the week, or if you just want to join us, we'd love to have you on. Yep. Um, you can also email us at the channel at gmail.com. Check out our website, tinyurl.com slash the where you can find links to our merch store on T public, which you can just find the link in the show notes or, um, Go to tpublic.com slash user slash the all bros channel. We'd love to hear from you guys, and we would love to see you guys walk wear our merch. <laughs> Puts a huge smile on our face. Yep. Um, so next week we are going to continue with the classic horror movie route and re- or and break down Nightmare on Elm Street. So this will be my first time watching this movie. I'm so excited for you to watch it. Yeah, I'm pumped. I, I love the idea of Freddy Krueger. And I love Freddy vs. Jason. So, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> I feel, hopefully. I think you'll like it. I hope you do. Yeah. So, that'll be releasing next week. And, I mean, we'll announce it now. We're going to be releasing a bonus episode this month on Halloween. So this is it's I know we know Halloween's on a Saturday, so we're still going to release a new episode on like that Monday because November second. So like we'd have Nightmare on on Elm next week on the twenty sixth, and then if we did our normal schedule, we'd be releasing on on the second. Um, but we're going to release it a bonus episode, and it's just going to be just the breakdown. On the 31st, and if you guys haven't guessed with our original horror movie theme, we're going to be breaking down the original Halloween. Yeah. Because no one would have guessed that. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, you guys can look forward to that. We got some spooky shit for you guys. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, look forward to Nightmare on Elm next week. And until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. We'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. See you real soon. That wasn't bad. Thank you. Thank you.